welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm your host, Shireen, and I'm the creator of Love Positivism. I'm here to help you on your spiritual and healing journey. I am a certified yoga and meditation teacher, a student of Chinese medicine, a doula, a Reiki practitioner, and a passionate, highly sensitive person. I want to use my knowledge to channel information and messages for you to grow on all levels. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm super happy that you're here, and this week I'm really excited about the episode because it's going to be all about crystals, and I love crystals. And I have the amazing crystal lover, Jana Stern, as my guest. She's a certified life activation practitioner, a metaphysical energetic healer, a meditation guide, clairvoyant and self-love counselor. And she loves working with energy healing and crystals. And she's got into this through her own personal healing journey. And in this week's episode, we really cover everything about crystals, what they are, how to work with them, how to pick out maybe your first crystals, uh, how you work with them to cleanse and charge them and just take care of them and use them to heal yourself, to strengthen yourself, your body. Um, So it's a really exciting episode and I hope it benefits you and that you can learn more about crystals, which I love. And please share this episode with anyone who you think would love to know more about crystals. And if you share the, the episode on your Instagram, I do a personal oracle card reading for you. So just enjoy. Hi, Jenna. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. How's it going? Great. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I was telling my friends that I actually am having like a little bit of um, like excitement about about being on your show. I'm really, really like nervous about it. I talk a lot for a living, but I'm, I'm very stoked about this. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so happy. Thank you for being here and for taking your time. And, you know, I always ask the first question, which is how do you stay mindful and present? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, I try and do everything as mindfully as possible. Uh, Definitely, you know, um, I have a practice of meditation and of just centering. I I find that, you know, at the end of the day, if I don't light my candles and put on some music, I'm just not there uh, for other people. Um, You know, I I practice yoga. um, But really, I think, my mindfulness drops into uh, just being consciously aware of my thoughts as much as possible. And then allowing uh, the people that I trust and that I love to really offer me uh, reflections of when I'm maybe not being mindful um, and not, you know, and trying not to take that on too personally when they give me that feedback. So, um, you know, because sometimes as mindful as I try to be, or as we try to be, uh, there's always more, mindfulness available there's always more that we're not seeing so um, I try and allow loving feedback to that mindfulness as much as as much as I can Mm, that's beautiful thank Thank you for sharing 
And um, yeah, I think we can start by uh, talking about you and maybe you can tell the listeners about your background and what you do and how you got here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am a metaphysical energy healer um, and I've been practicing for about five years and I am, I've been doing readings for about 10 Um, and I've been working with crystals since I was a very, very, very little girl. Um, mm. I, uh, was blessed that my grandfather had a, a mining company. They would dig for oil, uh, in, in West Canada here, um, out in Alberta and, uh, Winnipeg out there, Saskatchewan. And, um, when they would uncover different crystals on their digs, Uh, they, my grandfather would bring them home. So he had a huge collection of like over 300 different crystals, big pieces, little pieces that he had found mm -hmm. along his travels. And so as a child, um, I, we would go to their house in Pennsylvania and I would just spend so much time sitting there and listening and playing and just doing whatever I could you know, to be near those crystals. And so that's always been a part of my, um, you know, part of my story. Uh, and then somewhere in my teens and 20s, I sort of forgot myself as we tend to in our adolescence. And um, I went sort of, as I always say, down the rabbit hole of depression and had a number of different diagnoses and different um, things that I struggled with, eating disorders and mental health diagnoses. And, um, I found at that time a healing, uh, I found a, a woman who I really connected with and she gave me a healing uh, in a energy exchange for a new website that I built for her. And I received this healing called the life activation and it changed my, my, my life so profoundly uh, that I thought, okay, I got to learn what this thing is and I got to give it to people because it really does something. Um, and that's kind of where I found, you know, a lot of my spirituality. It's where I connected in with myself on higher levels. And in doing so, it opened up the floodgates for me to then be able to help other people to do the same. Um, and in, you know, combining my gifts of talking to crystals, which really reignited after my life activation, um, I was able to really, really start to help people in lots of different ways to push through their version of being human. So that's kind of how I've landed where I am today. Wow, that's beautiful. And, uh, you know, uh, for everyone that has ever followed me on Instagram or connected with me, they know that I love crystals because mm -hmm. I had, I think the first time I actually had an encounter with, with crystals was during a, my very first Reiki healing that I received and I didn't so I, I barely knew anything about Reiki and I knew like nothing about crystals so <laughs> it was like an activation because I remember her using like rose quartz all around my body oh. and yeah so that's the first crystal I really talk uh, about being enveloped in like energy of love <laughs> yes it's it's so deep and and like yeah self-love was like the key to everything in that moment and uh, yeah so I, I, I really started looking into it and then you know divine synchronicity like mm -hmm. led me into like 
uh, deepening my understanding into crystals and we can see that like the knowledge and the, the wisdom around these like gifts from earth are emerging and I, I would love to talk more about crystals and how we can use them. How would you describe what, it, let's say someone has never, maybe they've encountered crystals but never knew what they do. How would you describe it? Well, I often tell people, you know, right off the bat, I'm like, you know, if you were in the earth and you suffered as much pressure as they do, and then you mm. came out as beautiful as they are, you yeah. also would have magical powers. Mm. Um, so, you know, they, they really, um, you know, really what crystals are, they're just different elements, right? If you look at the periodic table, they're just different elements that have been, like I say, pressurized in the earth. Um, over time and they they emit frequencies that help us to um they sort of absorb the energy of, of what's going on around us so when we place a crystal on our body when we have them in our hands when we you know if you're me you tuck them into a bra um you know whatever you're doing with them um you are absorbing the frequency that they are radiating at all times so mm. Um, you know, when, when we use them in, in crystal healing with, with intention like that, we're, we're really channeling in, okay, well, what does this specific frequency of this specific crystal, how is that going to help this person and what can we pull out of them? So I imagine that in your first Reiki session that you were experiencing that you were talking about earlier, uh, mm -hmm. Rose Quartz really is a stone of self-love. And I imagine that at that time, uh, self-love was probably majorly lacking in your life. Mm. Um, and so I imagine that your, your practitioner was probably somebody who was tapping into that and feeling that, you know, more than anything, I teach to almost all of my clients, you know, the thing that gets us through life is learning to love ourselves. You know, it's learning to accept ourselves as we are, not, not mm. when this, not if that, just really as we are. And, and, you know, the frequency of Rose Quartz is precisely exactly that. Love yourself, mm -hmm. love the planet, love each other, just be love. And, you know, that, that is something that we all need. Um, and so, you know, each crystal does have its own unique frequency. And because of the nature of frequency, um, you know, we get a lot of people who are like, well, crystals don't work, and they're all in your head. But like, mm. so is literally every thought you think. <laughs> mm. So, you know, um, they are quite real in a lot of different ways in a metaphysical way. Um, but what I, you know, what I often get into is like, yeah, you know, how I interpret a situation and how you interpret a situation and how 10 other people would interpret the exact same situation would be different. So how we are all tapping into the frequency of crystals might vary. Meaning, you know, if you get an amethyst, one person will tell you something and one person will tell you something else, but they'll all kind of be under that same general umbrella of this is going to help you with your intuition. This is going to help you to really understand what your higher self is trying to give you and how to connect to that energy on a consistent basis. Right. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, um, you may not, a, a lot of what I, what I teach about crystals is, is that, you know, the wand really does choose the wizard. You have to learn to trust your intuition 
that you know what you need in the moment. So for example, during your Reiki, you know, when you really needed that self-love, that person probably felt into, okay, let's just pour it all over her. Let's just douse her in self-love, right? Because that's what that frequency is all about. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, definitely. And it's so beautiful that they they are like solid flowers. Like you said, they, they've grown like crystallized in from like maybe simple rocks into this it's like the, a higher manifestation of yeah. of of the earth and and um yeah i think it's uh i think also like with everything on our spiritual path they uh, cross your way when you need them and and yeah. you evolve together yeah. with them and yeah. um the the i think after that experience i were like a rose crystal bracelet many years because I went to Japan after that and that's ah. when I realized that Reiki is from Japan and I found my Reiki master right after that so I wow. did my first Reiki attunement there and I, I wore um, a rose quartz uh, bracelet from a temple there for many years until it broke so when it when it I... broke I, I thought yeah now like my journey with these crystals yeah. are completed, right? That is how that works. I, you know, people are always like, well, what if it breaks? I'm like, then you have two. Um, yeah. It's not, you know, they, <laughs> crystals, crystals do that. They disappear. They disappear yeah. for real. They just, you know, you know that you put it down in that one spot and it's been sitting there and waiting for you. And then for whatever reason, it's just gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. And that's because when they're finished with you, they're finished with you. You don't get to determine. And it's a good reminder that the universe really has way bigger plans than you can understand when you work with crystals. Yeah. You know, you just start to tap into, wow, like, I guess I was done with that. You know, that's when they break. That's when they, you know, I can't tell you mm -hmm. how many times I've been doing energy work with crystals and literally they will you know, I, my favorite is that I had one in my, tucked in my bra one day and I was doing some big work and it was a road course and it, I was just really working through some big trauma with that stone close to my heart. And as soon as I got undressed at the end of the day, it was, it was, there was a clear cut straight down the middle of it. Hmm. And yeah, and it's, you know, that, 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 that magic is the thing about crystals that I love the very, very, very most, you know? Mm. Yeah, it's so true. And I remember just one, uh, I think it was like five, four years ago, I went and bought, sometimes I just go into a crystal shop to see if I like connect with anything. I, I don't have an intention to buy anything, but sometimes I just connect. You're and speaking bought, my language, girl. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it just happens. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I, I actually got a job it. that way one day, <laughs> working really? at a crystal at a store, just wandered shop. in. Yeah, oh, that's, all... that's that's synchronicity. Yeah, shout out um... to alternative thinking, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And I just went in and I saw the uh, angel quartz, like the, oh. the clear quartz that that has this rainbow 
like shimmery thing mm -hmm. and I, I bought it and I uh, you know I went home and cleansed it and did all of that and mm -hmm. I wore it maybe one or two times and it broke so I went back yeah. to the shop and said it really like I barely wore it and, mm -hmm. and she said okay let, let us like I think I, either they they put it together or they gave me a new one but that one mm. broke too and <laughs> then uh, yeah and I read about it and even the the lady at the shop said this is like this opens up for a higher truth yeah yeah and if you're not ready for that you can't wear it so I just I just <laughs> took it home I didn't wear it I had it at my window for years I still haven't worn it I'm, I'm like scared to break it again <laughs> but they're so beautiful but we have to know like we have to vibrate on that I, frequency you know too. it's funny that you say that I had a Tibetan court that um literally the exact same thing happened to me <laughs> I I I I was with my mom we went into a crystal shop and I was like, oh, my God, I love it. I love it. I love it. I just need it. And I went and I purchased it. And I swear, I don't even think it made it home. It had crumbled in the bag. And I was oh like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's what needed to happen. I'm not meant to, like, wrap it and wear it. It's supposed to just be in pieces. And I'll just, you know, put it in grids and, and let it be where it is. For, yeah. for now, you know. <laughs> and that's beautiful, too, because we don't always have to. Uh, where the crystals but also maybe we can get into like maybe someone here hasn't ever bought any crystal like how okay. would you how would they be guided to because there's so many crystals you go yeah. into a shop you see so yeah. many how would yeah. you advise people to start so I always go back to my it's really I mean I use it all the time and it's a Harry Potter line but the wand really does choose the wizard as you walk, I, my favorite story, I remember taking a very good girlfriend of mine to a crystal shop for the first time, probably about eight or nine years ago. And um, we were walking along the row and she got to a shelf with chrysoprase. And mm. she instinctively, I watched her. She was close to the wall, close to the wall. And then she sort of did this like dip five feet from the wall and then back to the wall. And I was like, well, that was interesting behavior. What was that about? And she's like, oh, I can't be near this. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, I guess I better buy it. If I can't be near it, I better buy it. Cause she's that kind of person. Um, but you really do. If you let yourself in the, in the space of the shop. Um, and I always say buy crystals in the crystal stores. Don't buy them at like, you know, the bookstores or places that they sell other things where mm. the energy can be quite contaminated, unless you really know what kind of energy you're working with, especially mm. if you're trying to get into the world of crystals, support your local crystal shop. Really, really, it's just, it's always a better immersement, a, a better experience. You get a better understanding of what the hell they're all about and how much the energy of crystals really does shift you because any crystal store you've ever been to, I'm sure, it, I'm sure, you know, and definitely any crystal store I've ever been to, you step into a vortex, you step into a place mm. where you're like, oh, magic's happening. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And so you it's really, a, yeah, exactly. And so it's really about tapping into that, right? And feeling, ah, mm. uh, I'm kind of drawn to this bowl. I'm really drawn to that shape. I'm really drawn to this color. And then read what it's about. Oh, this crystal is all about, you know, connecting in with 
my, my personal power. Isn't that funny? I'm in a place where I feel completely disempowered. Or this crystal really helps with your creativity. And I haven't been able to put pen to pencil in three years. You know, mm. things like that. And it, it, I guarantee that if you allow yourself to really immerse yourself in the experience of it, you really always connect with the stone that you need exactly precisely in that moment. Um, and, mm. and it becomes a game almost to be like, well, am I ever going to choose the thing that I don't need? And the answer is like, no, but it's funny to play that game anyway. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also uh, they can appear as gifts as well. Yeah. Like just like that, even from people who might not be that into crystals. So um it's yeah it's beautiful you can also find them like yeah. sometimes you just find crystals and uh, I, but yeah I think yeah I, I often leave them places for precisely exactly mm. that reason yeah for someone else to find it it's beautiful yeah. I think it's we all, everyone gets like excited when they see a crystal I I, I think so at, at least but I think it's really beautiful and yeah like gifts from the earth and we are made from earth so there's yeah. no separation there Correct. that's just an illusion so of course Correct. things from nature affect us and just i mean just having plants at home even if we don't believe that they're uh, like plant spirits and all of this we still they still do something to us when we look at yeah. them and we see them right and when we talk to them right i mean that is yeah. proven that when you talk to your plants they do better you know mm. they grow better they they thrive more and you know when when I tell people that I that crystals talk to me they always mm. kind of get a little bit wide-eyed like oh my god that's an incredible superpower and I always mm. say like I'm just doing what I'm able like I, I, I'm doing my version of talking to crystals in the way that some people talk to plants in the way that many people talk to spirit in the way that lots of people you know do all kind you know communicate with with animal totems right some people just always connect to certain certain animals for me it's birds you know um mm. but crystals yeah they're very much a part of our of our earth and we are not separated and I think that you know one of the things I love most about the crystal sort of trend happening now which you know 10 years ago when I was diving back into this world the trend was not there yet you know it was starting mm. but it was certainly not there yet and the thing I love about it the most is that it really does help us to remember that we are of this earth and we have a responsibility to the crystal kingdom and all the things above it you know mm. um yeah mm. yeah i agree and uh, so there's also some rituals around crystals not to make it complicated but when you get a crystal yeah for the first time what yes. do you advise to do with it when you come home um so the first thing i i tend to do with my crystals is like I, the first thing I do first and foremost is I thank them before anything else. Like before I, um, I cleanse them, before I charge them, before I do absolutely anything, I thank them because if they found their way into my life, they're going to serve a purpose on some level. And I should say like, I have quite literally hundreds, if not thousands of crystals and, mm. um, I still thank them when they show up, even teeny tiny tumbles because they make an impact. Um, so that's mm. the first thing I do. And, and by the way, it helps to cleanse them too, right? Um, yeah. And then the next thing I do is I smudge them. 
So for those who aren't familiar with smudging, um, there are lots of different things that you can burn to uh, alchemize the smoke, use the alchemized smoke to clean the stone of any other energy. So maybe somebody picked it up for a second and thought, ah, I don't need that, that's not for me. Or maybe there have just been frequencies of people in the shop that were, you know, on a lower vibration. You just really want to get the very, very, very most out of the crystal that you bought. Because whether you spent $3 or $3,000 on that stone, that is something that is serving you and you want it to serve your highest good. So you want to clean it of all energy. So Smudging includes either sage, palo santo, cedar, you could use mugwort, um, you might want to use lavender, um, and, you know, any one of those things would be a really good thing for that. Um, mm. You might want to go a little further, depending on the stone, and this is where listening really comes in. This is where I tell everybody, like, my gift of talking to crystals and having them talk to me is not anything special, I just listen. And so sometimes uh, I have a, a chunk of selenite, um, which is a very, very angelic stone. But the nice mm -hmm. thing about selenite is that it charges other crystals simply by putting them on there. So sometimes I'll have my selenite, you know, work for me and I'll put the stones on that selenite piece to just give it a little bit of an extra boost, particularly depending on where the moon is at, because mm -hmm. um, so we, that's sort of the cleansing part. Um, excuse me, but there are lots of ways to recharge your crystals. So the why for charging um, is because when, you know, it's like anything else. If we're using that crystal and we're not giving them love, attention, and recharging opportunities, just like ourselves, right? If we don't sleep at the end of the day, <laughs> the next day is going to be not good. Um, so we charge them because they're doing work that we don't necessarily understand, right? And so we, we do things to um, sort of fill their battery back up, fill their cup back up. Um, and that might be anything from putting them in water um, or even salt water. Pink Himalayan salt is best. Sometimes even just sitting in a bowl of salt is like more mm. than enough for them. Um, they love the moon, whether it's a new moon or a full moon, especially a full moon. They really, really love that. The opportunity just to absorb as much light as possible really, really works for them. Um, some crystals, but not all, it's very, it's good to be mindful. They like the sun. Now, certain crystals will blanch in the sun if you leave them out for too long. So it's good to be mindful of that and maybe do a little bit of research on on, on which ones are, are sun sensitive. I tend to say all of the ite crystals. So selenite, mookite, um, you know, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank now, but <laughs> you know, mm. all, all the ite crystals, um, mm. they're quite sensitive. Um, but even other ones like Larimar is very sensitive. Um, citrine can be quite sensitive to the sun. It's, it's just good to be mindful about that, but they do like the sun. Um, and then they like the earth. So if you could bury them in a plant, if you can bury them, if you've got outdoor space, put them right in the ground and let them be there, especially over a full moon or over a new moon. They or even if you can for a full cycle of months or, or multiple months, they really, really do like that. And it, it's great for their um, energetic health. Um, mm. And uh, 
Hmm. Am I missing any? I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah. So those those types of things really, really help them to just, you know, give you all you need from them. Mm. Yeah. And all matter is created from and with energy. So everything that we have around us gets infused by energy and crystals are very sensitive to pick Mm up and uh, emit energy. So it makes sense to, because some crystals are cut. So that's also just like water is, is really impressionable or it's very easy to change the molecules of water. Yeah. The crystals, I mean, unless we find it out in nature, like naturally, still then maybe we need to like cut them out. Uh, That creates energy to how they're transported, how, like how they're managed, every, everyone. How they're mined. I'm, I'm I'm incredibly, incredibly mindful about, you know, Mm. forcing crystals that have not come from trauma because that it's like, that's, it's the same reason that I don't, personally eat meat because Mm. if I can feel the trauma in the animal that I'm eating I don't want to eat it and if I can feel the trauma in the crystal that I'm holding I don't want to hold it Mm. so you know it's good to be really really and that you know that's part of the epidemic of the trend of crystals it's sort of the the dark side to it unfortunately Mm. so you know really do try and be as mindful as possible about where they're coming from for for exactly that reason you know exactly yeah with everything that we Uh use from from earth if it's like herbs that we burn if we can grow them ourselves or locally pick them it's even better and uh, and yeah i like the cleansing in salt it's very easy and you can just leave it there for a day salt is so cleansing even at home Mm. if you want to cleanse the energy at home i I will say though Table salt is not mm. is is not nearly as good. I mean, table no. salt is mostly just chemicals. So if mm. you're gonna use something to charge your crystals, try not to use table salt. It's it's mm. you're better to use Epsom salt or um, you know any other kind, pink Himalayan or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. And uh, and just uh, sometimes it can be nice to be active in the cleaning process, uh, like just taking the crystal and having, you know, the cold water is good to cleanse energy even from our hands. So yeah. it's great to just let the pouring water over the crystal and, mm-hmm. and imagining how it's becoming, like in visualize how it's uh, Purify. purifying. Yeah. 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 Then you're active in the, in the, but I love, I, I did once, or now it was a long time ago because yeah. living in apartment, it's hard to, to bury the crystal and, and still know that it's going to be there. But yeah. I did that a couple of years ago and I think I, f- I forgot it there, but it was qu- quite a big obsidian from Mexico mm. when I was there. And, uh, but it was so good. And then I put it, I don't know if it was the same because I have two of them. I put one of them on the right by the window, but the window was open. So, I think once I, it even dropped, like from many stories, it just dropped down into earth from, from that <laughs> position. And it was like like going back to earth. It wanted to jump. Yeah. So it's, well, it's really interesting. 
that actually, that practice is like really important. And uh, two things. One, I want to say when you're smudging, always open your mm. windows. If you're smudging mm. indoors, open your windows. Otherwise, you're just moving that, that, that energy around instead of letting yeah. it out. Um, yeah. But also, the practice of putting crystals back in the earth and, and leaving them with intention there is a really, really, really good practice, particularly if you have and work with crystals a lot. Um, just with intention, mindfully putting those crystals back in the earth helps you to really know that you're doing that light work because we are depleting our planet of so many resources and we are putting so much garbage into our planet that, you know, if you're somebody who's concerned about your plastic consumption, if you're concerned about what's going on in the world, if you're concerned about global warming, if you're concerned about the oceans, then, you know, make a sacrifice of putting one of your favorite crystals back in the earth and, and thanking the earth for its work that it's doing. And then walk away from it and just know that it's there. And sometimes I've, you know, I've done this in many places on my travels around the world. And it always, you know, I still am able to connect with the energy of that stone wherever it's lying, you know. Um, and it really is a beautiful practice to get into the habit of. So, you know, take, take that for sure. Mm, yeah. And as you said, it's, it's beautiful to use uh, crystals to charge the home and, and mm -hmm. to use them in different ways. And, mm -hmm. and I love like the different grids that you can create. Mm. Maybe you could talk about how, like, what is a crystal grid and why would you create it and how? Sure. Um, I kind of divide grids into two things, like into mm -hmm. to like basic and then elevated. Mm -hmm. um, so a basic grid to me is like just placing your crystals with intention. So, um, you know, just, uh, you know, they don't necessarily need to be the same crystals. They don't even need to be, you know, the same color. They don't need to be anything, but just really being like, you kind of go with you, you your frequency kind of matches this frequency, and then just laying them out in such a way. And so anybody who's got a big crystal collection, we all kind of do this basic gritting instinctively, mm. right? We, we place them in, in loving ways in our plants, and we place them, you know, around the home for different reasons. They travel into our bedroom, they find our, you know, our, their way into the kitchen, and we're like, yeah, this is, this is, part of the basic grid that I'm trying to create, the basic energetic structure of, of lay, laying them out in the home, right? Mm. Um, and then we have sort of the elevated grid, um, which is a really, really intentional grid. And that's, you know, when you, if you Google crystal grids, that's what you're going to see. Um, mm. And so those elevated grids are like using the same stone, um, often in, in sequences of like one, six, Six, you know, or, um, you know, 13 being like a very, very high frequency number, right? Um, mm. And so we sort of have one stone in the middle, and then we have six stones outside and six stones further outside. And we often use um, sacred geometry to elevate the frequencies. Mm. And so, you know, we're placing them in specific mandalas to really, really, really use the frequency and the vibration of the specific stones that we're using. So we're taking the stone right in the middle there and we're elevating that 
frequency by using the waystones on the second, um, uh, you know, mandala, the second circle around them um, to move towards the direction of what's happening on the outside. And so we can take, for example, you know, a little bit of shungite in the middle and be like, I really want to have grounded, grounded energy everywhere that I go. That's what I'm trying to find is more grounding. So what am I going to do? Well, maybe I'll take a little bit of, you know, um, tourmaline and I'm going to, you know, find tourmaline is going to be the way that I'm going to find that grounding. And then I want to bring it into every part of my life. So I'm going to use clear course all around the outside because I want it in every chakra, in every part of my energy body, and in every part of my life, right? And mm -hmm. so that kind of grid is automatically going to take you higher. It's automatically going to like, you know, work for you. And that's the kind of grid that you really don't touch until you feel that you've sort of gotten there, until you feel mm -hmm. like, yep, I feel grounded enough that I could, maybe I could take, you know, the tourmaline out and I want to put something else in you know, maybe I want to put, I don't know, um, malachite because I want to, I want to be more heart grounded, you know, or maybe mm. you wipe the whole thing clear and, you know, you start all fresh with all new stones for a new energy that you're trying to cultivate. So I use those sort of elevated grids in my life. Um, you know, I do them often around like New Year's or my birthday or a really powerful new moon. Um, and I really, really, really try to create those grids or those really intentional, um, even basic grids, you know, as in just laying the stones out in a particular way. Um, you know, I try and create those around those times because it helps the frequencies to really elevate all the way up there. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, that's really good. And just to have like maybe in the beginning just doing it like you said like intuitively and just feeling how we mm. want to have them and then the more we evolve with the crystals like get into more the the more com complex ones and doing it with other intentions and i also read uh, many years ago that it was it's great to have a rose quartz in your in the left corner Yes. of your house or home. apartment mm -hmm. yeah exactly your home uh, mm -hmm. as it, from the perspective of you walking in through your front door and I've been practicing that for a long time I, I really I always have a rose quartz crystal in the left corner because the, the, I, I'm thinking also the left side is our yin side right yes. so it's the divine feminine so it has okay. to and I think it was an amethyst on the right side. Maybe that's more masculine, young uh, energy. So, yeah, it's really great. I used to also have, like, let's say you're working in an environment which is a little bit uh, stressful or, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of energies around you. And for highly sensitive people and empaths, it can be really tough. You can have a crystal on your desk um <laughs> I, like like just i love uh, black tourmaline actually yeah. for for those type of also the energy that um, frequencies that come from computers and yeah phones yeah it's really a protective stone. yeah 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 or um i love obsidian in, a, in yeah. an environment like that i also yeah. should say that you know another 
type of grid that I, that I do for clients um, mm. is that I actually grid homes. So mm. this is a practice of using uh, clear quartz um, and placing them around the home. Um, and it requires an awful lot of work, um, including mm. like moving all your furniture and really measuring the whole space. Um, and, and then, you know, using copper wired um, wrapped uh, quartz and it, placing them around the home with a, with a partner just so that, you know, I'm not missing anything um, to be able to raise the frequency in your space. So this is a practice that is like, you know, it's very, very, very ancient, but it holds frequency similar to the way that you're talking about having rose quartz and amethyst in your, in your opposite uh, corners. Um, mm. it, it does that kind of energetic work, particularly if you are, um, you know, if you're a Reiki practitioner, if you have your Reiki level one or two, that's a great thing to have in your home. It just as an empath, really, if you're sensitive, if your kids are sensitive, um, you know, that's a really, really good thing to have in their space. And, and it's, it's always really, really, really empowering to, um, you know, to have those types of grids, uh, in the mm. home as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And also, there's crystals. I mean, there's crystals for everything. Do you yeah. do you know a good crystal for sleep, like to have better and soothing sleep if yeah. you have some insomnia? I give children constantly selenite. Um, mm. I find it to be super ethereal, really, really, really gentle and loving because of its. Um, sensitivity even when you look at it when you touch it it looks like it's just going to crumble right it's the thing mm. that we used to make um gypsum casts with uh what mm. before you know in the you know in the 70s you'd see kids walking around with a broken arm and they'd have like just this thick thick cast mm. of gypsum that's selenite right it's literally healing um yeah. and so selenite helps us to really 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 connect in with our highest highest self so that's the one that that's my go to uh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, but, you know, in terms of sleep, I, I mean, there's there's lots of really good ones. I would say like, um, you know, yeah, amethyst is nice for for good dreams. Clear quartz is good for just connecting in with with just the ability to to feel um, safe in your body, um, you know, it, it really selenite is my is my go-to on that but i would say like you know a, i'll tell you there's a lot of crystals that come into bed with me that come crawling in when i feel i need them and again that's really about listening right if you've got a great piece of apophyllite sometimes you know there are some people who can't go near it you know can't have it mm. in the bedroom um mm. but there are other people who are like oh it's just so soothing i need it beside me every night right and mm. so it, it's, and, and then other people find the, you know, if you're somebody who's always up in your head, always up in the clouds, always very airy, you know, maybe tourmaline is what you need, you know, mm. um, you know, something just to get you back into your body a little bit, or perhaps it's something a little bit more grounding like Jasper, you know, that, um, you know, like a, 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 a picture Jasper or something that's quite, you know, sandy, um, even a sandstone or petrified wood, that might be nice, right? It, it just depends. Mm. It's just about listening. Really, it is. Mm. Yeah. 
so beautiful. Mm. And the last question I have is also since I work a lot with with archangels and mm. Uh, mm. I know the crystals. There's crystals that connect to the different archangels, mm. which have different, uh, um, yeah, different energies. Yeah. Do you want to tap into that as well? Yeah, I mean, you know. The the thing that I love to say is like, you know, we haven't really talked that much about it, but crystals really line up with our chakras, right? Mm. Um, yeah. And, you know, to that end, for a big majority of what we're talking about, so do the, the archangels and the angels, right? I mean, there mm. are so many ascended masters and goddesses and crystals. I actually have the most beautiful deck that I bought um, from an incredible incredible store uh in sarasota florida um called the crystal cave and oh my gosh guys if you can find your way there it really is my favorite place and actually she has some of the stones that i sold to her from my grandfather's collection when he passed um mm. but um i whether or not they're still there lord only knows but <laughs> mm. um i bought a, a crystal deck called the crystal mandala oracle from her um and it connects those energies um, of the different angels and archangels and goddesses and ascended masters with the different crystals and the different energies and frequencies that they hold. It's a really beautiful deck for sort of bridging those gaps. If you have a lot of questions on the, the you know, on mm. the archangel um, yeah. fear and kind of what relates to what. Um, but, you know, really, uh, if you want to connect in with your angels and with your guides, the best way to do that is to connect in with yourself. So tap into the chakras that you're feeling out of balance in. So if you're really, really, really like heartbroken, then, you know, get yourself some shatuktite, get yourself some malachite, get yourself some azurite, get yourself some really earthy, earthy stones or rose quartz, you know, something that will bring you right back into that frequency of love, you know, um, mm. And that will allow you to connect in with whoever it is you're trying to connect in with. You know, like if you're trying to get Michael and you're like, I just need some real deep, extra, you know, powerful healing, connect in with your heart and feel him in that space, right? Mm. Or, you know, if you need Gabriel, if you're really, really, really trying to get that higher, you know, connection, um, that higher love, you know, that, that just um, ethereal, you know, goodness, then yeah, you want selenite, you want apophyllite, you want aquamarine, you want, you know, um, those, those types of really, really, even amethyst, right? Really, really, really high, high, high vibe. Um, so that you can, you know, blend in with it. Or, you know, maybe you, you want to connect in with, you know, um, Raphael, right? And so mm. you want to get a little bit more grounded, right? So you need some mm. carnelian. You need some, you know, uh, red jasper or um, brecciated jasper, right? Mm. All, you know, the frequency of, and, and this is the beauty, I think, of healing. The frequency of crystals is as connected to everything else as we are. So to access your angels, to access your guides, to talk to your higher self, 
is just about really talking to your most loving self, right? It's just about being as loving with yourself as possible. So if you bring in, I don't know how to do that. I'm not able to do that. I'm not special that way. I don't have that gift. Well, then that will be your truth. <laughs> mm, right? Yeah. But, but if you allow yourself to tap in, you, you can get there. Go ahead. Definitely. What came through for you? <laughs> no, I was just... Uh... Yeah, I agree with everything. It's beautiful. And yeah, it's all about connecting with yourself and letting yourself be your guide to, mm-hmm. to find the tools for, that's great for you on your path. So yeah. yeah, I totally agree. And this talk was so beautiful. I really hope that this can help people out there that are interested and curious about crystals and haven't uh, or have started their journey uh, with crystals and having it as a tool and as just a, a medium to to connect with the earth. I really hope that this conversation can help those people. And uh, I will share your links in mm-hmm. the. Do you want to share anything else before well, we end if, the call? If you're in the Toronto area. Um, mm-hmm. I am, I, I teach on this all the time. Um, I'm going to be mm. teaching about it uh, in March and then again in May. Um, I'll be away in April, but um, I'll be, I'll, I teach it on a regular basis. So if it's something that you're interested in learning more about, um, you know, then, then absolutely, uh, you know, hit me up for that for sure. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, just, you know, janastern.com. That's really that's really the thing yeah that's where they can find you and on instagram so i will share your links and yeah thank you so much for uh, taking your time and sharing your wisdom and energy i'm very grateful for that Thank you so much. This has been so special. You know, I often have moments in my life where I reflect on the beauty of being able to do what I do for a living. And this moment really Mm. is quite special to me just to be able to talk about my favorite subject and know that it might be helping other people to, you know, find their journey. So I do encourage that if people have questions about crystals and what the right thing is for them, don't be shy to reach out to me. Just send me a message, DM me, email me, whatever feels good. And, you know, I'm happy to guide you on that on that journey, however you need. Oh, thank you Thanks. so much. Thank and you for your time. It's really yeah, thank you. And, and yeah, thank you so much. I'm really grateful and take care. You too. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful that you have taken your time to be here. And I hope that this can enlighten you around crystals and do reach out to Jana if you have any questions or if you want to work with her and just share this episode with anyone who you think would like to hear more about crystals it really helps the podcast to grow and to reach more people and to raise the frequency in the world so thank you so much for being here let's take a deep breath in and exhale namaste